Welcome back to the Successful Diligence Podcast. We are so grateful that you're back for another episode. This episode is a little bit different. It's the last episode of 2019. It is amazing to see what has happened over the last year. And really, as we go into 2020, what has happened over the last decade. It is incredible when you take the courage to implement action in your life with intention. It is amazing what you can accomplish. And I'm just so proud of Successful Diligence and what has transpired in 2019. I'm so incredibly excited about 2020. And I wanted to end the year and season one of the podcast with a personal episode. I wanted to share from the heart. And I recorded this a while ago when I was involved in a workshop um, that helped develop public speaking skills because in 2020, there's going to be um, opportunities for me to do a lot more public speaking and sharing and that kind of thing. And so I recorded this and, you know, when I recorded this episode, I hesitated about whether or not I would share it because it is really deeply personal. But, you know, over the course of season one, I feel like we've gotten to know each other. Um, You guys are the most amazing podcast audience that I could have ever asked for. You've been so tremendously supportive. And, um, you know, I really felt like you deserve the honor of me sharing from the heart as deeply as I did in this in this uh, episode. So I hope that you listen and understand and um, glean some value from what I share. Definitely, you know, give us feedback, you can either click the link below in the show notes to send us a voicemail or you can send us an email um, by clicking the link. You can go to SuccessfulDiligence.com and click the Contact Us button and send us an email with your feedback. would love to hear from you. And I'm just so excited to continue the journey with you in Season 2 of the Successful Diligence podcast, which will be coming in 2020. And uh, I just know that it's going to be even greater and even more beneficial. So I hope you enjoy this episode. The year is 2006. It's right after Thanksgiving and I'm driving home from church heartbroken as I just ended a relationship with a man who I thought was the perfect husband material. Everything I was looking for, all the boxes checked, good looking, check, great career, checked, owned property, check, could relate in various social settings, i.e. with my family, as well as my friends, and large social settings, well-spoken, funny, really nice guy, wanted kids, everything, check, 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 except that he was the world's biggest and best liar. I mean, he excelled at it. After the third sign, i.e. email from his assistant at work who felt bad for all of the multiple women that he was juggling at the same time, 
it was finally over. And after crying for weeks, going through all of the emotions, the betrayal, anger, feeling stupid, hurt, loss, grief over the lost dream that I had made up in my mind of our perfect fantasy, I felt myself go into the land of gray, that nothingness feeling, that feeling of what's next. And as I took stock of my life, me with my whole master's degree from Columbia University, a job that I liked well enough, but that kind of paid the bills, serving in a church that I felt was more of an obligation than a connection at that point. I looked around and I thought to myself, is this really all there is? Is this what life is about? Adulthood, is this what I was working so hard for? I felt so disheartened and so disappointed. And that fire that I used to know that burned within me about those dreams, those motivation, that hustle that I used to feel had gone down to just embers, barely there. And in that gray place, that dark headspace, that no vision, no motivation place, deep down within my heart, I made a decision. I'm not even sure that I was consciously aware of the decision, but in the depth of my being, I chose to be more, to have more. This was not all there was for me. I didn't know how, I didn't know where, I didn't know what, but I knew that change had to happen. January of 2007, I began to research how to move from Connecticut, where I had lived all my life, to Maryland. That same month, I met a guy on a cheesy online site that I don't even think exists anymore. And we talked daily for hours, sometimes 12 to 20 hours a day. He would send me flowers every week. And after two weeks, this guy told me that he loved me. Um... Yeah, okay. <laughs> you haven't even met me in person, but okay. And he was serious. And two weeks after that, I went down to Maryland to look for housing. And I stayed at a friend's house. It was pre-planned. And the guy who lived in D.C. drove to Maryland to meet me on Valentine's Day 2007 with a beautiful, originally arranged bouquet of flowers. This guy helped me move to Maryland in March of 2007. And in March of 2007, he proposed. And we got married April 5th, 2007. Now, that first year of marriage was rough. We were still in that getting to know each other stage. The first year of marriage is hard anyway. <laughs> I had, in the last 90 days, left the state that I was born in that I knew my family, my church, my job, all my friends. And I married this guy who I was still getting to know. But I knew deep in the deep parts of myself that I had made the right decision. But if you were looking from the outside in, it was a complete train wreck. And, you know, that first year of marriage, all the emotions, all the changes, it was a very intense period of my life. And I didn't really have anyone that I could talk to because I was just getting to know people in the D.C. area. And 
there was no one that I could really pour my heart out to. Everyone I knew from my old life had comments that were filled with judgment. And that really wasn't what I needed at this point in my life. So I did what I knew to do best, which is writing. And so I wrote. And, you know, I've been writing since I was a child in high school. And so it was a comforting place for me to go to take a pen to paper and write. And I learned how to journal. There's a process to journaling. It's not just sit down and write. There's actually a method and a process. And I discovered through learning the method of journaling, I discovered what I was thinking. I discovered what I was feeling. And I began to heal and to grow as a person, as a woman, as a wife. And I went through what I call my butterfly transformation. My mindset was completely transformed. My behaviors, my routines all changed. My expectations changed. The dreams that I thought had died began to come alive again. Those small embers from that fire long ago began to get oxygen and started to burn again. And as I continued to walk out my journey, I learned techniques and tools and strategies in my healing and through my healing. And I learned how to tell the truth with compassion for myself. And I learned what self-care really is. And it is so much more than a lavender bath <laughs> or a mani-pedi. I learned how to completely transform my mindset. I learned how to create, develop, and nurture a vision. I found a mission. And I was able to get back in touch with the gifts and the talents that were buried deep beneath all of that pain and life experience that I had lived through. I learned how to reframe and the power of true focused attention. And it's from this place that Successful Diligence and the Butterfly Transformation course and the development program, it's from that place that they were birthed and where they came from. Once you learn the lesson and once you find the solution and once you open the door and the gift of that solution, there's no way that you can keep that to yourself. All that I learned and all that I knew, I had to share it as I saw both in my clinical practice as a social worker, in the national consulting that I did, as well as in my corporate career, which was my second career, there were so many people who were struggling in that land of gray that I recognized and knew so well. I heard the heart cry of the professionals who were functioning and quote unquote thriving in their careers while their fires inside were dying out. Being a coach and putting a label on what was already living out with the people that I was working with, I couldn't deny any, any longer that serving others is really what I needed to be doing for the rest of my life. I couldn't coach everybody because there's just one of me. And so I started the podcast because you can reach more people with a podcast. And 
when I realized that there was too much content to put into one episode of the podcast, the courses and the school were created. And when my students who went through these courses were showing me and telling me that they needed more support, that's where the development program came. And so now in 2019, as I'm in my planning stage and I look back over this year and I, I look towards 2020, I look around and I look at, I take in my life and I'm just in wonder and in awe because the life that I thought I wanted back in 2007, the professional husband, the two kids and a dog living in the suburbs, living the life of a stay at home mom with the PTA, you know, I imagine myself living that life and I realize now how stifled I would have been, how the truth of who I really was meant to be would never have been manifested. And I wouldn't have the impact on other people that I have today. And I'm not saying that that life is bad. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't have had an impact. But marrying a guy in 90 days, working through marriage to create a lifelong partnership, because we're 13 years in and counting, moving cross country four times in three years, meeting people that I never would have met if I had stayed in Connecticut, no longer desiring to birth children because I've had the honor of mothering so many children and so many youth. I have three beautiful dogs who are like kids to me now, building a business that touches so many lives and knowing that there are so many lives that I don't even know that I touch because I don't know everybody who listens to the podcast. I don't know everybody who hears what I have to say. And the ripple effect of impacting someone's life and having them go out and impact other people's life, the ripple just goes farther and farther and farther. Being able to share the lessons that I've learned so that other people don't have to experience the depth of pain that I had to go through to learn those lessons, being able to gift those strategies and those tools that were earned through pain and struggle and tears, sharing the tremendous gratitude that just pours out of my heart now, sharing the brokenness and the road to wholeness so that someone, even if it's just one person, can benefit from that, I I truly cannot imagine living any other life. And I'm so excited to see where the future takes me. I'm so excited to keep sharing and giving and, you know, pouring into other people what I've learned and receiving from other people what they've learned and experienced. I'm so excited to share the journey. And I just want to tell you that I really appreciate you sharing this journey called life with me, tuning into the episodes of the podcast and sharing and listening and giving me feedback, it's priceless. And I just want you to know that that you are appreciated. And I'm so excited to keep sharing the journey with you. We're going to keep walking together. We're going to share gratitude together. And I can't wait to see what 2020 is going to bring.